everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Long Shot Podcast. Good desk, as always. Amber is still in the French Riviera, so she will not be here tonight. We have decided to take the entire month of December off because we are lazy. So I have an old episode for you in case you feel like going all the way back. This one is from November of 2012, so a little over 11 years ago. And it is a mail bag episode in which we hear from a lot of listeners. It would be interesting to know if any of the people who wrote in 11 years ago still listen to the show. I have my doubts. Uh, it's an interesting, uh, eclectic geographical collection of listeners. We have, well, you'll hear it. It's kind of unbelievable where everybody comes from who writes into the show. And that's one of the cool things about this show is we've always had such a wide range of people from all over the world, honestly, listen. And we have, here's another great thing. We have the best listeners. I think that's true. Um, it's also interesting because I did listen to this episode. I've been trying to figure out – I can't go back and listen to all of them and I don't remember any of them. So I'm trying to find one that strikes me as interesting. Sometimes I'll listen to one for a little while and go, ugh, this is not uh, – and maybe I should have done that with this one. You'll You'll determine that. But if anybody hears an email that they themselves sent in and still listens to the show – Please uh, let us know. Email me, Sean at SeanConroy.com. I guess I should not be giving out my email in public, but people used to list their name and address in the phone book. So uh, hopefully I'll be I'll be safe. Um, it's also an interesting episode because there's one email that really, really stands out. And I think you'll understand which one I'm talking to. Um, or sorry, I'm not I don't talk to emails, which one I'm talking about. Um, you know, when you put yourself out there in the way that all of us do as comedians, comics, uh, performers, Jamie, um, people say nice things and people say not so nice things. And unfortunately, the way, the way the human brain works is you tend to remember the not so nice things people say. And that kind of comes up in this episode. And what's great about it is there is absolutely no recollection of this uh, in my brain. So uh, until I was dumb enough to listen to the episode again, I had totally forgotten this. So I hope uh, to do that again. But uh, enjoy the episode and I hope you're having a great holiday season. And hopefully we will be back next week. Uh, and by we, I mean I with another old episode because Amber is currently uh, rubbing suntan lotion on Jeff's back somewhere. So have a great week and see ya. And now, 
please welcome the host of the long shot, Sean Conroy. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. You are listening to the long shot. I am your host, Sean Conroy. This is a podcast. With us today on the long shot, the human ray of sunshine at the end of the tunnel, Miss Amber Kenny is here. <laughs> Hello. We're combining them now. Yeah. Hootie, hootie. The human. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I just saw Jorge laughing. Movie, Ooh. Mr. Jamie Film is here. That was cute. That was a Simple short... but great. And of course, the bitter Buddha, Mr. Eddie Puppet. Namaste, motherfuckers. <laughs> Uh, well, this is a very special episode because it is time for another mailbag. We get lots of mm-hmm. emails from our listeners. I always love this because this is the first time I'm hearing them. Yeah, you don't know what's going to come up. I have no idea. I you guys look at the emails. <clears throat> I, 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 Do you look at them? Yeah, sometimes. And you look at them? Most of the time. I've actually been and scanning I look at them. through them. I don't see, until you do them on the air, I I've don't multiple them. times given you the instructions on how to I know you have. <laughs> and I always then ask you again a few months later, hey, can you tell me how to get to the emails? <laughs> and he, he put in one of them, I'm asking you because Sean would make fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I would not ask Conroy. Uh, all right. Well, let's just get right to it. All right? Let's do it. We have a lot of them to get to today. Oh, I uh, love that. And, and obviously, we don't read all the emails that our listeners send. Mm-hmm. Um, we try to... What is the selection process? <laughs> it's, How it's, are they vetted? I remember last fair. time, a lot of them were nice things about you. No, and no, And I no, didn't no, dig no. that no, too they much. were they were nice things about the puzzles episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. That's what made Which you was mad. the first episode that you were not in. Oh, yeah. I didn't dig that at all. <laughs> no, man. But that was, not, that was just what people sent in. Disagree. You know? <laughs> uh, first email is from Chris, and it is... Entitled Latino Sushi is Nothing. You should see Ellipsis. Ooh, intriguing. I was just listening to your Latino sushi episode, and I'm reminded of a place near me in northern Indiana that steps up the cognitive dissonance a few notches from that. Nang's Chinese restaurant in Napanee, Indiana, has a menu like you would expect of any Chinese restaurant in rural Indiana but is staffed by Amish women in dresses and head coverings. There's just something surreal about ordering mugugai pan from an Amish woman with a Pennsylvania Dutch accent. And there's no electricity in the place because the Amish don't believe in electricity? I don't. He doesn't say that. firecrackers. What's a Pennsylvania Dutch accent? (laughs) Pennsylvania Dutch? Yeah. Good evening. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that's Pennsylvania Dutch vampires. (laughs) No, let me try Pennsylvania... Pennsylvania Isn't it just Dutch. German? I heard that they were Germans and everyone thought they were yeah, whatever. I don't. Because I, I really they don't said know. they were from Deutschland, so they're like, oh, they're Dutch. They're Pennsylvania Dutch, but they're they were they're actually all German. Uh huh. That's oh, I what see. I heard. I didn't. Would know that. you like to uh, some mugger guy pain? <laughs> <laughs> that's how I. That's how I would do it. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> would you like some general toes of chicken? <laughs> It's very spicy. <laughs> You're fading away. <laughs> also, on Saturday, my husband Eli is having a barn raising. <laughs> Did you see the Budweiser commercial where we fixed the wheel? Ah, have you ever? I didn't. <laughs> have you ever witnessed anything? Have you ever been a witness? <laughs> Do you get it? Witness. Witness. Harrison Fjord. <laughs> anyway, we don't believe in zippers. 
And our special today is steamed Chinese vegetables with a side of more vegetables. Chinese. <laughs> Not Chinese. Chinese. All right. Here's the next one. This is from, it's either Marin or Marin. I'm not sure. And the subject is, the subject is subject. That's literally Whoa, what it says. Whoa, it's yeah. all of mirrors. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the man with the golden gun. Hello, long shot. I just wanted to thank you for countless hours of wincing, tearing, grass, grasping for air, shaking, and other seizure-like forms of laughter that your endlessly hilarious situations oh, have Oh, did caused. you hear the seizure story? I believe you four represent the four different types of humans. The human completely innocent, endless well of kindness. The human source of knowledge and sarcastic responses. The human Pandora's box of bitterness, anger, and age. And, of course... The f- I like that age had to be thrown in <laughs> I was going to do this. By the way, what you can't see, folks, is that everybody is pointing at somebody else during this whole por- but portion that of the last show. one, I was like, oh. <clears throat> it had to be you. Uh, and, of course, the floundering human. <laughs> <laughs> Sean pointed at himself knowing full well <laughs> that it was, it was meant intended for Jamie. For Jamie. Whoa, no, 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 no. Sean, <laughs> Sean fits right into my sense of humor and drives me from one fit of laughter to another, making me giggle endlessly, kind of like Amber, except less cute. Eddie's inconsistent distance from the microphone <laughs> makes the show very dynamic, <laughs> while Jamie's stories don't. I, oh, I didn't donate any money because I'm lazy and I never will donate money. Thank you for vastly impacting the quality of my summer. So that was Marin. I kind of don't like that. It person. was like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, it was it very flattering. Off, well, it started off talking about like wincing and gasping for breath. So I thought it was bad. And then it was with laughter. So then I was happy. And then she likes us. And then she's I don't never know if it was a gonna, she. I don't by know. By the way, I don't think so. And like, I think I had a lot of dynamism, dynamism, dynamicness <clears throat> to the podcast. Good email, though. <laughs> Good email, though. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh, big. Then, Small. Never going to donate? <clears throat> Never's a long time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because I'm lazy. But thank you. Also, don't talk about yourself that way. Hmm. The subject is subject. Uh, all right. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thanks for listening. The next one is from. <laughs> the next one is from Sheena. Very dynamic, by the way. Uh, and it's called "Love the Podcast Slash Cast Ranks." Oh no! This is where it gets ugly between the four of us. Right. Well, it's yeah. I just wanted to let you know how much I love your podcast. Your program brings a genuine life to comedy that cannot be beat. I always look forward to your themes and the comedy you consistently bring to the mic. This may surprise you. uh, This may surprise many, but Jamie Flamethrower is my favorite member of the team. He has a down to earth quality, not tarnished (laughs) by fame. (laughs) Wait a minute. Not tarnished by any success whatsoever. I I think you, hold on. I think you deserve more credit than you get, and I hope it does not take gay porn for you to get there. No. Rates, interchangeable other than Jamie. Number one, Jamie. Number two, Amber, a close second. Number three, Obama, mainly because he is black. Four, Eddie. Five, Sean. The thing that is awesome about Eddie is how unintentionally funny he is. His disconnect from basic facts, ideas, or concepts at times amazes me. This is not an attempted jab at Eddie, but rather reminiscent of a child discovering all the newness of life. 
Amber also oh seems God. very down to earth like Jamie. She seems so positive that at first I had no idea people like her existed who were not on acid. <laughs> I, <laughs> I hope she always oh stays God. that way. They're so bad <laughs> Sean, I love your idea of giving Jamie money for the bullying you give him, but I sometimes wonder, are you, in a sense, paying him to be your mutt? Fine by me, but maybe Eddie should pay up, too. Jamie, you are amazing. You <laughs> yes. should have your own Immaculatized podcast. I really yes, hope you <laughs> should, because it would be very interesting right now about how you're Immaculatizing. I really hope you can see how funny and talented you are. I feel sometimes... You are misunderstood or perhaps feeling out of place, which I can relate to. I just wanted you to know you do have fans. I enjoy what you add to the show. Thank you all. Sheena from Seattle. By the way, that happens a lot, by the way, that we get called out for beating the shit out of Jamie. Yeah. And people people really relate to Jamie. Yeah, yeah. I'm a fan of Jamie's. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely never read that one. Thank you. That's from Sheena. She's uh, the queen of the jungle in Seattle. Uh, also, I was never paying Jamie so that I could bully him. Mm-hmm. I was it, paying him to prove that I was not. It was hush money, so you could bully him and he wouldn't say anything. <laughs> oh. Oh, I thought it was Absolutely that. not. Absolutely not. Uh, now, here's one from someone whose name is also Marin, but it's a different person. Whoa. Mm. Because or it this. could be Marin really in a, in a very poor fashion trying to disguise but, herself. But, <laughs> Maybe they'll pronounce it differently this time. <laughs> no, 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 because here's here. This is interesting. Listen. Yeah. Hey, Amber, Sean, Jamie, and Eddie. <laughs> what happened What's so there? funny? <laughs> you seemed baffled by. Well, because she, this person spelled my name <laughs> completely oh, wrong. Yeah. I'm writing this to inform you of the completely useless fact that I am 15 and from Croatia. What? Just so you know that there is more than one person who is drastically outside of your primary demographic. Hmm. I would also like to point out to Jamie that even if it doesn't feel like it most of the time, you are an equally important member to the group as Sean, Amber, and Eddie. See, there's a theme on all these emails, and it's like, Jamie, we Hang love there, you. Buddy. <laughs> don't let these fucks fuck with you. What is our main demographic? I don't know. It's actually 18-year-old Croatians. <laughs> so, See, you're, you're very dynamic and a part of the podcast. <laughs> and without you, as well as the social dynamic between you and Sean, the podcast would be a different, probably much worse thing. Your inability to tell coherent stories, <laughs> voice your opinion, <laughs> specifies things, and generally be a part of the conversation is just as important as Amber's amazing laugh Sean's wit and Eddie's never-ending hypocrisy. I'm sarcastic real quick. (laughs) Also, I found out about the show via Frank Pulaski's videos, and after listening to an episode of your show, you guys instantly became my favorite comedy podcast. Best wishes. That's awesome. That's kind of cool, right? Some kid in Croatia who, by the way, has an amazing command of the English language. Yeah. Eddie's never-ending hypocrisy (laughs) from a (laughs) 15-year-old. What does this kid know about hypocrisy? I guess a lot. Also, uh, big ups to Frank. Yeah. Yeah, Frank helping us out by spreading the word in Croatia. I'm I'm so shocked. (laughs) Frank went town to town in Croatia during a (laughs) conflict. Talking videos. Yeah. (laughs) In his coat. Yeah. Uh, okay, this next one is from Beelzebub Bert. Uh-oh. And I will say, before I read this, 
he sent two emails immediately prior to this one. Mm-hmm. The first one was basically fuck flam. And then the second <laughs> one was no hard feelings, Jamie. Uh, I didn't he's, include he comments a lot on our website. Does he? Yeah. Oh yeah, you're right. That's a, yeah. Uh, and the, and the subject is my long shot movie pitch. Oh, I love these. We've had a couple of these. Yeah. Uh, sup. Okay. Very informal way to start. <laughs> a few seasons ago, somebody wrote in with a long shot movie idea. And ever since I've sort of been working on my own version in the back of my mind. It's still a little rough, but it goes something like this. Amber's parents are moving out of the cult hippie commune, and Jamie sees this as his lucky break. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read any of these, by the way. I guess I'm out of the His golden opportunity to expand his quasi-religious mind control immaculatization <laughs> to Southern California hippie communes. <laughs> Jamie talks to the folks at the commune and convinces them to let him take over the preacher duties left vacant by Mr. Kenny's departure. Before long, the people at the commune are caught up in the Encantada and Immaculata and Falatito Conolingistus <laughs> thrown at them by Jamie, or as he is better known at this point, the Maharishi Mahesh Jamie. <laughs> All of this was done without Amber's knowledge, but when she and the rest of the low show poers found out, it went a long way in explaining why Jamie was so tired and lax in his long shot responsibilities. <laughs> It also explained why he had started shredding napkins during the podcast. (laughs) Turns out he was using it as stuffing for this huge, quilted, stuffed, taco-shaped idol that the commune worshipped and had come to believe was the form they would all take in the afterlife when they would all go to Taco Island Paradise. (laughs) This is amazing. Eddie, wake up. This is where you come in. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. I was completely... Eddie hears about Flam's success with the commune and cooks up a scheme to use Flam to further his political ambitions and to get back at those effing bankers. While Flam is in his usual stupor during the taping of the podcast, Eddie grabs him by the lapels and says, damn it, Flam, snap out of it. You're the chosen one. (laughs) Either that or Pepitone does some subliminal bullshit that somehow fills Flam's mind with the idea that he can influence the outcome of the presidential election or at least convert Romney to flamism. <laughs> Conroy hears the idea and is flabbergasted. <laughs> Amber is totally on board. She tells Flam about some silver plates that lay buried under the captain's <laughs> plazer <laughs> that contain <laughs> ancient the writings. Plaza? The captain's closet, closet. where they... Oh, closet. The haunted... Yeah. Uh, that contain ancient writings and secret... Secrets... Flam goes to dig up the silver plates and discovers they are actually just silverware with a lot of scratches on them. Still, Flam insists to his flock that the scratches are evidence that the original inhabitants of the commune were visited by Jewish comedy writers who decided to live in the woods and practice free love after failing in Hollywood. The comedy writers inscribed secret secrets on the silverware, <laughs> but Jamie, this is there's another hour to this book, no, just, just couldn't that's... interpret the writing. However, since Amber grew up in the commune and knew its ancient traditions, she was able to interpret the scratches. <laughs> oh, she couldn't translate them into English, but she could interpret them into dance. Yes. Jamie and Amber went around the country swooning millions with their mystical interpretive dance. <laughs> Jamie's name was eventually changed from Maharishi Mahesh Yogi to Amber's bitch. <laughs> Soon, Mitt Romney heard of the new revelations of inscriptions from silverware and not wanting to alienate potential whack job voters, his bread and butter constituency, he joined the controversial cult. Eddie's plan was working perfectly. 
Conroy called Eddie to complain that he hadn't done shit in this whole movie. <laughs> they both got mad at Flam and decided that Flam and Amber's cult success was really bringing the podcast down. So they both decided to put an end to it any way they could. After a long gay sex scene between the two of them. Oh between who? <laughs> Me and you. Yes. The scene cuts to a big hullabaloo election campaign event in D.C., hosted by the newly converted, converted Flamist Mitt Romney. Amber and Flam were the star performers of the big pre-election prayer-off <laughs> religio-gism when Conroy and Pepe showed up ready to straighten some shit out. Amber, who was in the midst of a very revelatory interpretive dance, As spies I Eddie and Conroy in the rafters, dressed in sort of pseudo-Spider-Man outfits <laughs> they had constructed during their lovemaking. Each of them have sexy... We took a break. Each of them have sexy holes cut out for their man boobs. Act two. They swing. They swing from the rafters, colliding on Flam, and after spanking him around a bit, they zip speedily away. Amber still has 15 minutes to fill, but instead of dancing, she decides to try some stand-up material. The crowd turns on her. Mitt, who'd been waiting for a good time to flip his position of supporting Flamism, takes this as his opportunity to decry Flamism. But it's too late. <laughs> Mitt has lost nearly all his support and loses the election. <laughs> Maybe an alternate ending could be Flam giving a speech to some big Romney event. In the middle of one of his aimless, pointless stories, the audience has an epiphany. A sort of, ooh boy, this guy is our leader. What the hell have we done with our lives? The resolution would be that Flam brings down the religious right by unintentionally enlightening them to what extremist nutcases they are. Or maybe he cons Jamie Dimon and the big banks into investing in his new religion and sticks it to the big bankers in an attempt to impress Pepitone. Anyway, that's my pitch. A little lengthy. Sorry, but hope you like he. I think it's lengthy. perfect. I don't even need to see a second. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just amazed at um, the specifics. I know. Like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> the Spider-Man outfits got me. <laughs> It's also weird that he would have us have a gay sex scene in the middle of it. Like, yeah. I don't know where that comes also, from. Also, it's interesting what you said, the context that he had just written an uh, email saying, fuck Jamie Flam, and then made him the star of All the right. movie. I feel like he's a conflicted guy. Um, yeah. What is the fuck Flam for? I, I forget. It was just like something. It literally was like two well, lines. All you your know? emails it was, aren't it was really rude. positive, James. <laughs> um, well, thanks, thanks for writing. It was, I, it was, <laughs> yes, thanks for writing. <laughs> But that was weird because I felt like it was insulting to everybody, pretty much, except for you, Amber. No, because as soon as I start doing stand-up comedy, nobody likes me. That's true. They, they insulted you in that. I didn't feel like it was insulting. I mean, he, to get that involved in it, and it's insulting to me that he thinks I would make love to you. Well, to me, I love that scene. Yeah, see, that's <laughs> it's beautiful. To you, it was a kudos. To me, it was like I'm way out of your league. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's a funny argument. We can't do an argument. <laughs> <laughs> Whether we would hook up if we were gay. No, no, no. Who no. would you fuck who? Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, nah, my friend. Uh, all right, this next one is called Hello, Guys and Girls. First, I'd like to congratulate the six of you for the amazing work in making this podcast. I think that's nice that Aww. whoever this is included, Jorge and Alex. I didn't know such an incredible, funny, and humane podcast existed. I started to listen to it thanks to Sean, or Sean, if he likes. I don't like, because the first way <laughs> was spelled correctly. The second way was spelled very it wrong. clearly doesn't bother you. 
When he was at Improv for Humans and plugged it at the end, since I downloaded the first episode, I was hooked like a roommate brain eater guy on Mephadrone. I don't know what Mephadrone is, but <laughs> you could maybe get hooked on that. <laughs> Sounds addictive. The flow of conversation and jokes are superb. All your personalities merge like rivers into a cascade of laughter, reality, anger, and bitterness. The last one mostly from Eddie's River. <laughs> well, to stop pandering and getting into something real. Oh, no. We don't need to do that. I sometimes feel like Jamie in that my comedic timing is off. Way off. <laughs> And to make it worse, when we as a family are at a dinner on some relative's house or a party and my father is around, he steals my jokes, tells them again, and receives all the laughs and positive feedback. And I go and get depressed on a corner and I'm 26. I still live with my parents. I'm unemployed and I'm sort of a loner. So, Jamie, it could be worse. You could be me. So cheer up and keep trying. Hey, I was you. And another thing, <clears throat> and another thing, I'm from Chile. Not that that is so important, but I wanted you to know that you have a loyal listener in South America. That's so so sorry if my English is not so good, but yo hablo español todos los días. So it's kind of hard to express myself in another language. Keep up the awesome work, guys and gals. Greetings from Santiago de Chile, Emilio Plaza. That's so Emilio, that cool, your, yeah. your message was, rings loud and clear. Email me personally, jamie at jamieflam.com, and uh, we're going to get you through this. Well, and I'd say take, uh, <laughs> think of yourself as a comedy writer. Take pride in the fact that people are laughing at your words, even if it isn't you presenting That's them. a great outlook to And have. call out the well, person taking your material. <laughs> <laughs> Eddie, get your dick out of my ass. <laughs> I'm telling you, you're out of my league. Now let me in. Now let me in. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> All right. This next one is from Mitchell Hogg. And the subject is, I'm still drunk. I think he sent an email right before this called, I'm drunk, but it was just blank. <laughs> <laughs> That's beautiful. Sorry, I hit enter and it sent my last attempt prematurely. My fucking God, I cannot express to you how much I enjoy listening to your conversations. Of course, Pepitone led me to the show, and the first show I listened to lacked Eddie. My first thought was, fuck this. I don't know who these people are, and I turned the show off. I'm sorry. I really am. Aww. But I came back to the show. By the way, Sean, are you judging me for starting a lot of my sentences with conjunctions? <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> and was laughing loudly often. This is not normal for me. I used to smoke tons of fucking weed, and it made me depressed, and I swear I didn't laugh for a whole year. Whoa. Eddie, you make me laugh out loud so much. You go in and out of, of reality and surreality, bitching about it all, beating yourself up, beating up others, and yet it's completely zen. I think you have beautiful eyes, and if I had a number of wishes, <laughs> one of them would be to get high with you and listen to Pink Floyd. <laughs> This Amber, is the kind of email I like. Amber, you grew up in a hippie, in a hippie commune. You must be a fucker like no other motherfucker. You're a ray of sunshine beaming. <laughs> I don't know what that means. A fucker. A fucker like no other motherfucker. It's pretty straightforward. <laughs> You're a ray what, of sunshine beaming through a trio of sweaty, sex-crazed men. <laughs> don't stop giggling. Good luck with hoddle ditter. Uh, <laughs> Jamie, you. you remind me of me. <laughs> Again, He's the he is the one everybody relates to. He's the we have similar personalities as well as musical taste. I love the Beatles to death. <laughs> Who 
as like well as Beatles. Boards of Canada. Eddie hated the Beatles. I never thought I would I didn't hear Boards of Canada mentioned anywhere near Eddie Pepitone. But what of Canada? <laughs> boards of Canada. They're really good. I watched your math tips, and they really helped me. I'm taking calculus next month. Can you tutor me? Sure. My favorite <laughs> moments of Jamie happen when he is telling a story while Sean and Eddie keep riffing during his story, and Jamie slowly gets his story in bit by bit between the riffs. <laughs> French me. Sean, Sean, I love your wit and rationality. I'm a big fan of your stand-up bits and hope to see you ejaculate forward with success. (laughs) I love how you bully Jamie and make him feel like a worthless turd. Oh, God. Keep it up, by the way. Sean, you might like a podcast called The Skeptic's Guide to the Universe. I love you all. I want to get into stand-up so badly, and every episode inspires me a little further. Thank you so much. I will give money to you after my fiance stops taking it. If you are ever in Kankakee County, Illinois, haha, this place is death. And, <laughs> <laughs> and need a place to crash, someone to drive you around, anything. Drop me a line. Take care, all. That was really good. And that's Kankakee's uh, license plate. Haha, this place is death. <laughs> that's their saying. <laughs> They have a special license plate just for that county. <laughs> just for that county. <laughs> ha ha, this place is well, death. Welcome. Population. I don't like that I, what was that guy's name? Uh, Mitchell Hogg. Mitchell Hogg. Oh, thanks, Mitchell. Yeah, thank you, Mitchell. Although, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. He was drunk. Make him feel like a worthless turd. I don't think that's fair. Yeah, first season. <laughs> <laughs> that's on you. Uh, that's on you. Okay, here's one that you, I think, are really going to like. Is that you, Eddie? Yes. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm only. The subject is why I unsubscribed. Oh, no. I know this one. You do? Dear Low Show Po, I want to tell you why I unsubscribed. I understand that many podcasters don't want to hear negative comments and don't care why people leave. If you don't want to hear my complaints, don't scroll down. If you are curious and want to know why you lost a listener, Scroll down and continue reading. And then there's like a long line of stars and you scroll down and it says, I left because Sean is an insufferable ass. He is also a bully. The 75 cents is passive aggressive bullying. The constant corrections and pointing out how other stories are not moving along are more annoying than the slow moving stories. This seems like a good place to take a break is a played-out segue. Find a new one, hack. I came to the low show, Poe, after hearing Eddie on WTF. He is great, but Eddie is often absent, and even when he is there, he's not enough to to justify listening to the incredible bore that is Sean. Sean, you suck. I would never be in the same room with you if I could help it, but if I somehow unknowingly happened to end up in your presence, I would punch you in the face, spit on you, then give you 75 cents. You suck. You are a hack. You are a bully to your co-hosts and guests. You are a waste of protoplasm. Fuck you, you hack piece of shit. You haven't and never will make it in comedy because you suck. The Low Show Poe, despite Eddie's brilliance, is unlistenable thanks to your constant ragging on everyone. Do the other three a favor and quit the show. I can't say this enough. It would be a great show without you and your lame intro. With you on it, I grit my teeth waiting for the others to say something funny as you look down your nose, mocking everyone, making the show an exercise in enduring you, you ass. 
fuck you, you suck, I'm out. If Eddie ever does a podcast without Sean, please let me know so I can bask in his brilliance without having to endure the hack Sean. Well, uh, I finally got an email in. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You know, That's that was nice. Oof. Now, he fucking hates you. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, That's where'd weird. you get that yeah, in the text? Yeah. <laughs> You're extrapolating. <laughs> How did that make you feel? Or were you, did Not you just good. write it off? Or you were no, like, I, 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 I couldn't just write it off. I got mm. like dizzy and uncomfortable just listening to you read it, yeah. and, and it wasn't directed at me. I can't even imagine. Yeah. That's anger. Um, I would punch you in the face, it's, spit on you. Yeah. That's Yikes. fucked up. I must have, like, fucked this guy's girlfriend or something, <laughs> you know? But it's also funny because it's an anonymous he was, email, you know? Oh, it was? Yeah. It's yeah, not sent from a real thing. But it's, it's a weird... Yeah. It's, it's not indifference. It's hate. So it's, like, so close to love. Like, there's passion there. I mean, I agree with him, but... <laughs> no, it's you like, don't. It was over the top. Dude, did the the Giants won the World Series or something? Um, the well, he's been bullied, and he feels like you bully. That's what happened. You know, he's been bullied. This seems person. like a good place to take a break. I know. Like, it's like, oh, that doesn't make any it's sense. A, what else are you supposed to say? You. Yeah, for some reason, he's really angry. You know, what were you like after these messages? We'll be right back. What are <laughs> That's you played to out. Say? It's all played out. And now we're gonna spend some time <laughs> away and then come back. <laughs> it's new. It's fresh. <laughs> it's young. It's hip. I no, like I mean, it. I eventually was like, I mean, it really hurt my feelings. You That's know? brutal. Um, it's not nice. But uh, it's like they've listened to the podcast at length. Yeah. He liked me a lot. So thank God. Right. Well, that's that's the upside. We didn't even get mentioned. But I don't I don't I don't know. I don't agree that I'm a hack or a piece of shit. No. I want to know why you read that one on the air. That was so because it was so insulting to me. And I felt like I had to catharsis. Yeah. I had to put it out there because otherwise it just exists, you know? Right. It gives it too much power. Right. Like, oh, I can't read this on the air. You know? Fuck that guy. Who cares? You know? Fuck him. He obviously has terrible taste. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are going to make out by the end of this podcast. <laughs> At least a hand job, please. Uh, all right. This is from Jamie. And it's called Doing My Part. I'm still coming down from reading that out loud, by I the know. way. Yeah. That's that's that it goes on for fucking ever yeah. too. Yeah. So did oh, By the way, he sent it twice. He sent it once with the name Joe attached to it, but the but the email was longshotbyebye at gmail.com and then he sent it again. He created a He sent it again 5 minutes later that, and it was from longshotbyebye at longshotbyebye.com. That's so cowardly. It's the internet, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we're looking for like Joe. I <laughs> <laughs> you know. If I was a detective, I'd be like, well, let's start with Joe's. Let's, let's start with the, Joe's. Let's, let's start with Joe book. Wagner. Let's go to the phone book. Do we have a phone <laughs> book? Joe we don't, phone books don't exist anymore. What about Cup of Joe, Bob? So is this next email written by Jamie Flam? No, yep. I don't think I'm so. I'm just doing my part. <laughs> hey, Longshot, I just donated a little because I wanted to do my part to fuel Aww. what is now my fave podcast new episodes have been sporadic as of late and i don't ever want the reason you guys decide not to put out new shows to be the lack of money i know it's tough for everyone on the show eddie 
or Peps, as my friends and I call him, is getting more work these days, but it'll never be enough. Walnut futures are a volatile community. Walnut futures. Walnut futures are a volatile commodity, and I'd hate to see the squirrels go hun- hungry. Mm-hmm. I'd hate to see Sean shift off to some Dickensian debtor's jail. But if he was, I bet he'd charm everyone there through song and dance. <laughs> I think we can all admit Amber would throw off any attempts at a heist off. <laughs> what with her high morals, sunny disposition, and ubiquitous giggles. And Jamie, well, he's Jamie. So is there any way you guys are planning to monetize the podcast? I gladly bought season one on iTunes and would happily buy a Locho Boat t-shirt. I just think you guys Ah. are the best out there and deserve to not just keep your heads above water, but also, oops, forgot where I was going with this analogy. Keep up the amazing work, guys. Love, XOXOXO. Jackie? Jaime. Pronounced Jaime, it's Mexican. We're taking over. P.S. Sean, more (laughs) flabbergast. I love your sketch improv work. I'm 10 times more likely to download Improv for Humans if you're a guest on it. Well, that's nice. Um, Jaime, do you have any ideas on how we could monetize? What happened to t-shirts? I knew that was going to open. Let's not go there. Let's not go here. No, that was supposed to happen so long ago. I know. Sean. <laughs> and all we get is I know. I know. I know. <laughs> they were. They were we supposed to, to keep, They were, yes. We have to keep wishing and praying. Hoping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what happened? All right. Jorge. Alex. <laughs> what happened with the t shirts, Alex? Eddie. <laughs> uh, all right. This next one is a quick note for Eddie. Yep. There you go. Oh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Hi. Eddie seemed a little neglected during the last mailbag episode. I just wanted to reassure Eddie that the low show Poe isn't the same when he's absent. Thank you. Sure, the Eddie-less episodes are hilarious, but they lack a certain Eddie. Eddie brings a unique kind of Eddiness to each and every episode. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie. Eddie, 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 Eddie. I hope this puts your mind at ease, Eddie. Now, that's uh, that the kind of letter. David. I like that letter. Uh... <laughs> Yes. Speaking your language. Yes. Your favorite word. Neglected. <laughs> Neglected. See what I did there? Yes, what I a did. hack. What a hack. Uh, all right. Al from Wales, who we've talked oh, about before on I the show. I met Al. I think we, He's a great guy. Well, that's what it is. It's, I met Al in The subject is I met Eddie at the Fringe. That's right. Oh, my God. Can you, can you get your the whole microphone in your mouth next And can you almost burp? throw up into it? Uh, all right. Jorge is not happy right now. (laughs) He has to listen to it. Hello, long shot podcasters. Yesterday was an amazing day. I wonder, he's from Wales. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to do a Welsh accent. Yesterday. Do you want me to read it? Yes. (laughs) Hello, long shot podcasters. Yesterday was an amazing day. On a whim, I decided to bust. It's Australian you're doing. (laughs) On a whim. If anything. Al doesn't sound like this. I met him. He sounds basic. Just read it naturally. I decided to bust out my credit card and drive 300 miles to Edinburgh to see Edie at the Fringe. By the time I got to the venue, I'd seen a lackluster Stuart Lee and the hilarious Jim Jeffries. Needless to say, I was up for a laugh and quite pissed, drunk. Here comes the good part. I met Eddie. 
<laughs> As I traveled alone to Edinburgh, I spoke to everyone and found an interesting dude called Rick to hang out By with. By the way, Al just realized he sounded like this and he just shot himself in the face. Ah. <laughs> Al, he, you don't sound anything like this. <laughs> he saw Edie first, walking up the street to the venue. However, he was way too cool to nerd out and say hello. I was not. I plodded. <laughs> Over and gave Eddie the biggest handshake and nerdy smile and said I was a long time and probably Wales only fan. Eddie was so gracious and nice. <laughs> we talked and I said how I'd love for him to say hello to Amber for me. Al just going through puberty. <laughs> and how Ace Sean is at controlling the Mab. The James what? Mab. Mob. Wait, I didn't get that whole sentence. Um, say it again. We took. Uh, <laughs> We talked, and I said how I'd live for him to say hello to Amber for me, wink, wink, and how Ace Sean is at controlling the map. So he has a little crush on you. Yeah. But how Ace Sean? How Ace Sean okay. is at controlling I, That was the, the word I was missing. Well, it's because I looked down my nose at you guys. <laughs> Sean, you're going to have to move on. <laughs> Jamie we'll slipped from my mind. Dot, dot, dot. <laughs> <laughs> I like this guy out. <laughs> this is payback, motherfucker. Okay. <laughs> anyway, we saw the show and fuck yeah, I loved it. Eddie's stories were funny as hell and I got to see his rage burst out. The crowd loved it too, especially his heckle bit. It all seemed to flow and went in the flesh. Eddie's reluctance to do so many shows in an hour each is definitely unfounded because it seemed as fresh as a daisy. Oh, After wow. the show, Rick and I were milling around and out pops Eddie and straight to me. I was so happy. I said some more nice things, and then Eddie surprised us by inviting us to another show next door. Eddie got us in free, too. What a guy. What a comedian. We love you, Eddie. Oh. See you next year at the Fringe. Al from Wales. Oh, yeah. Al. What a nice guy. He was also, a- Jamie, great cold read. <laughs> from a <laughs> different Australia in the world. Of an Australian of an nowhere no, near. But, but I'm casting you as... The Australian guy. <laughs> We're going to make Al Australian. <laughs> what a guy and what a comedian. We love you, Addy. <laughs> See you next year at the Fringe. Now I'm off to throw another shrimp on my barbie. <laughs> I'm headed over to the Outback Steakhouse. <laughs> it's Foster's for beer, mate. <laughs> That's not a knife. Um, <laughs> That's a boomerang. That is the hackiest thing I've ever said. All right. Dear, <laughs> dear long shot cast. No, it is. Shake it off. No, no, but when you say gotta, that's not a knife, that's a knife. That is hacky. That's but a hacky. We, but we gotta, we, gotta, yeah, yeah. we gotta get you out of this. Yeah, vibe. well, we'll see. We'll see. Burn um, some sage. Dear long shot cast, I am an avid fan of podcasts. I listen to several hours of comedy podcasts per day due to the fact that I have a boring, repetitive job working in a warehouse. I've been listening oh, to a variety of shows for years now and was surprised I had not come across your show until recently. After hearing the last few mailbag apps, a lot of listeners credit the Bitter Buddha as the way they discovered their, this orgasmic comedy gem. <laughs> I love it. But I actually discovered it through Sean's pimping on Improv for Humans. <laughs> Since I, <laughs> It seems like a lot of people listen to Improv for Humans. Yeah. You, you, that's been mentioned about three times yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Is that Matt's? That's Besser's podcast, yeah. Um, don't check that out because it's not on All Things Comedy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to be loyal. If you're not uh, listening to Flophouse or Jake, this, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, that wasn't even this episode where we talked about that. I know. Since I only just discovered it, I've blasted through season one, three, four, and into season five, and now am up to date in a mere few weeks. 
As a wow. listener to many comedy podcasts, I have to say the Lopo show does have a unique chemistry that works so well. The four severely different personality types. <laughs> severely different. <laughs> That's like from a clipboard of a shrink. Yes. <laughs> like on Shutter Island. He's got four severely different personalities. <laughs> They're all in separate wings on Shutter Island. <laughs> Seem to combine so well, oddly, when it shouldn't on paper. I've decided to compare the Longshot podcast to a great naval battleship because like the long shot, a several hundred ton metal naval battleship. Now, he wrote several hundred ton, and he wrote ton, T-O-N-N-E. Oh, whoa. Which makes me think that he is not from the U.S. Oh, he's a terrible speller. He's a metric system user. Several hundred ton metal naval battleship that can float on water when on paper it doesn't seem right until you look at the complex engineering that went into making it. So let's look engineer. Let's look. <laughs> Let's look at the engineering of the long shot. I added at the, so it would make sense. Uh, by the way, Bill Burr has a very funny bit about how he doesn't understand how boats can float. So, Really? Yeah, check out the Bill Burr Monday morning. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting the hang of it, you guys! <laughs> we start just, just seamlessly, every- <laughs> no, but seamlessly, consciously going into the other part. By the way, if you're down on your luck, check out the Flop House. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Sean is the rudder of the USS Longshot. His quick wit is well-placed, laser-accurate warning shots fired across the bow of any lengthy topic deviation. He navigates the murky conversation waters knowing just where to bail out a sometimes frazzled peppertone from a spiraling rage rant and also when to sink a blundering flam descending into nonsensical gibberish of buzzwords. He manages to ride the line between adding fuel to a comedy riff and reining the show in with his clever comedic timing. Amber is the hull of the USS Longshot. The callback queen managing to weave in several callbacks at just the right time. Her laughing is always contagious, and the genuine joy you can hear in her voice when she's talking about something she's excited about adds the essential buoyancy keeping USS Longshot afloat. She's the backbone of the ship, always finding a new angle of attack, slicing through the high seas of turbulent conversation, (laughs) fighting the good fight against bedbugs and full-size towels. Was that an episode we did? That was our whole Or is that episode. something that happens on naval ships? <laughs> I'm losing. I'm getting lost in this. In the metaphor? In this, yeah, this metaphor analogy. I like full-size towels. I like Jamie is, towels and I had bed <laughs> Jamie is the anchor, always dragging the ship down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Just boy. kidding. He is the engine of USS Longshot. Oh. Flams the always turning cogs and spools of the ship behind the scenes, booking guests, mixing the transitions between <laughs> breaks and the social media aspects. But more importantly, his often non-crafted, <laughs> scratch that, always non-crafted stories that have no punchline ending. <laughs> I th- think that's not a full sentence. <laughs> oh, no. Flam is. Okay. Then there is the bizarre stories, whether it be sleeping bag hijinks or strangely homoerotic roughhousing during sleepovers <laughs> and awkward interactions with the opposite sex on dates. Mm-hmm. These show-stopping instances fuel the greatest moments of the podcast, allowing his co-stars and guests to feed on his expected but always surprising how he got their tales that keep this ship moving forward 
or sometimes in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, and by no means least, Eddie. The firepower behind USS Longshot. He is the big guns in more ways than one. His ordinance hitting seemingly endless enemies, whether it be the government, corporations, <laughs> animal products, sugar, traffic, the DMV, <laughs> small business, medium business, big business, foreign countries, the economy, religions, and immaculatizing. Awesome. Oh, did I mention traffic? Anyway, that doesn't, <laughs> that doesn't even list a fifth of his turrets targets. For as much as he rails against something new each week, no matter if it's a worldwide evil or the local traffic, a few missiles always seem to turn around and hit him. For as much as he tears apart society, he's always more harsh on himself. His, his rage against everything while contradicting himself at every turn is maybe one of my favorite things. Like, I believe it's episode 421, where Eddie gets into a rant about getting a cup of coffee in which he contradicts himself at every step of the way. After poo-pooing modern L.A. society for its need to get coffee on the go at drive throughs he then proceeds to park in a handicapped parking space because the drive through line was so long and his caffeine that withdrawal... Fueled rush, leaving him impatient, only to discover that in-store line is just as long, and he leaves in search of another coffee proprietor. When he goes to a pretentious coffee shop full of actors and screenwriter types, judging them as he orders a pretentious latte, only to spill it when he finally gets to Sean's apartment. Oh, that's right. I was rolling around the floor in a laughter fit. Don't ever change, Eddie. You are great. Uh -huh. P.S. If you didn't notice, I blew my nautical terminology wad early in the email. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's never happened before. That was a great P.P.S. Eddie, I left you to last on purpose due to your zoning out unless your name is heard. <laughs> P.P.P.S. I don't have an odd sexual fetish, but at my old employment, after working there for two years, I decided to open the medicine cabinet in the bathroom one day and discovered an old 70s urine fetish porno magazine oh my God. that maybe have been there 30 years unnoticed. And I admit I leafed through it in curiosity and found the sideburns and burnt orange carpet more bizarre than the weird cocktail party theme where guys were whizzing into scotch glasses. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> ladies were holding. I don't have a scat games fetish, but the fact I found the 70s era setting... <laughs> Alex is snorting. <laughs> the fact I found the 70s era setting more odd than the actual point of the porno does worry me. <laughs> New loyal fan, Alex, Perth, Australia. Perth, oh, Australia. Oh, you P-P-P-P. Uh, this guy is funny. By the way, I don't like that he talked about a urine fetish magazine and he does so many peepees. <laughs> that what? He does so many peepees. Uh, <laughs> Hack. <laughs> <laughs> I downloaded season one from iTunes. When can we expect season two? It's killing me that there is a whole season I can't access. Are we releasing that? Jamie? Yeah. <laughs> How do you like that? Put that in your PPs and smoke it. Yeah. We yeah. We are releasing it. When? No idea. <laughs> when we feel it. <laughs> <laughs> that was a great email, though, and yeah, very that funny. Was so nice. yeah. It was nice to, like, um, I don't know. It sounds whiny, but people talk about my laugh, but he actually was talking about, like, callbacks that I did. And that yeah, I good. just was focusing on me. <laughs> I know. I liked what he said. The big guns. The I like that guns. someone's recognizing my social media work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, we have, upwards of, we have upwards of 900 fans on followers on Twitter at this point, social right? Social media. Jesus. 
You always check us in when we do this, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The long shot is checked in on Foursquare. Uh, okay. We lose next people one is, every time I check in somewhere. <laughs> this, next one is from, this next one is from Rand, and its subject is for the next mailbag. Well, perfect. So this works out. Yeah. Mm. Mission accomplished. <laughs> Dear shot longers. Ha ha. See what I did there? Ha. <laughs> I am a 22-year-old college student in Milledgeville, Georgia, and have listened to your show religiously since last year and absolutely love it. I'd like to do the classic thought experiment of what one would bring to a deserted island, but I would only bring you four, and I'll explain why. Hmm. I'd bring Sean because I feel like he'd be knowledgeable about surviving in such a situation and would provide the acerbic wit needed to get through the day-to-day. I'd bring Amber to provide the group with moral support, encouraging us as we tried to survive and reminding us that all wasn't lost. I'd bring Jamie to keep us in touch with our previous humanity, reminding us of our past failings and successes. (laughs) Glad to be there. And finally, I'd bring Eddie... So that Amber, Jamie, Sean, and I would have food for an indefinite amount of time. (laughs) Just kidding, Eddie. I bring you to let us know how fucked we all were. You guys are awesome. Keep up the good work. And for the love of God, post-season two, I'll pay for it. Who was that? That was Rand Rand, from Milledgeville, Georgia. That's awesome. Um, That's funny. 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 Uh... Okay, the next one is from Alan, and it is a word of thanks. Hello, long shutters. I just wanted to thank you guys, Eddie specifically, for plugging Riot LA on the podcast. I had forgotten it was coming up and would have missed it without the reminder. But because of the mention, I was able to get out to Saturday's super serious show and actually see Sean perform. It was a great time. It was also my Japanese girlfriend's first ever live comedy show, and she had a blast. So you did your uh, anal sex anti-Jesus Hold on. Let set? me finish. Uh, they don't like Jesus, and they love anal sex. So she's got it all figured out. Anyway, thanks again. You guys are the best. I look forward to the long shot more than any of the other podcasts I listen to, which is a lot because I commute daily from Culver City to Burbank. Keep it up. Uh, Alan. Yeah. Uh, that's hilarious because it's like... You were her favorite, but what she learned is about, I don't like Jesus, <laughs> right. and I love anal sex, which I don't talk about either of those right. things. <laughs> um, so I guess she was just being nice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you talk a lot about anal sex? That's all I talk about. That's your favorite <laughs> I subject. Don't, I don't. My she didn't chunk. see me, though. She saw you. No, I'm saying she, this is her generalization about comedians is... I, oh. I, I, no, I don't. I don't talk a lot about I understand about anal sex. the generalization, but I can't think Do of a specific... Do a lot of comics talk about anal yeah. sex? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, what was Johnny, was Johnny Rimjob on, on the lineup? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what I liked about that was that you couldn't even get it I right. I know. I'm so tired. Was Johnny Rin? <laughs> <laughs> it would have been killer. Uh, Who was Johnny Buttlocker? <laughs> <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> um, okay. This one is from Oliver Solomon, and the subject is. New Zealand? With a question mark? Well, it's really 
what I would describe it is, as is is a reverse interrobang. Do you know what an interrobang is? No. Interrobang is when you when you have a question mark followed by an exclamation point. Okay. So that instead of it being a question like what, it's like what? what? Yeah. Right. That's but so this funny. is New Zealand with an exclamation point followed by a question mark. Right. So I don't know how to do that. I guess it would be like New Zealand. <laughs> <laughs> let's see what he says. <laughs> no, let's just keep saying New Zealand. Mm-hmm. I've just listened to the last episode where Joe Wagner steps in for the pep. The oh. meet me and at ten. Like this the no, meet I don't me like at it. ten in the dungeon episode. Got to be your funniest in many a week. Just top fucking notch work, you guys. Sean mentions most of your listeners are from New Zealand, <laughs> <laughs> except for the ones from Chile and Croatia. <laughs> Now, clearly, this was a facetious comment and a funny one at that, but for a New Zealand listener who's been downloading since the start, this was a revelation. Surely there is some truth to this humorous comment. There are others like me who love your work and your comic stylings. People young and old from these fair isles who love Pep, Flam, and the Roy. I must meet them. Please. I got to know there are other men and women, young and old, who desperately await each episode with a reckless abandon. Perhaps I should start a Facebook page, an appreciation, appreciation society. What more does a 23-year-old have to do? Maybe a meetup in Auckland. What do you think? I got to know. I love your work. Fearless, tremendous, heartbreaking Jamie Flam. <laughs> Cheers, Oliver Solomon. Nice. That's so so nice. what should he do? Well, I think we, he should start a Facebook page. Like Kiwis for the long shot? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, and Kiwis for the long shot. Once, th- once there's a critical mass, we can oh, go to man, New Zealand and do so a... I will go so hard. Oh, New Zealand's amazing. It's a beautiful <laughs> Have country. Have you been? No. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> no, but he saw the Lord of the Rings. I saw the Lord of the Rings. It's beautiful. It's boring. No, I've heard from everybody. It's gorgeous. It's spectacular. Yeah. I've never been there either, but... <laughs> Um, what? What are you going to say? I was about to do the worst thing, and I caught myself. What are you going to do? That was like a terrible Schmeagle impression. A what impression? Schmeagle from Lord of the Rings. Oh, I don't even I'm, know who that is. I'll do a Schmeagle impression. I like this ring. <laughs> Put another shrimp on the barbie. Baby. Put another ring on the barbie. <laughs> it's so precious, precious. <laughs> um, but yeah, Oliver, start a Facebook page and see if people respond to that. That'd be interesting, you know. And if, 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 those other guys, let's have a Facebook page for Croatians for the long mm-hmm. shot, for Chileans for the long shot. Yeah, if we could do a world tour. Imagine oh my that. God. Oh my God, just get Dreams in a bus and drive to Chile and drive to Croatia. Oh, I guess you can't do that. <laughs> Think of the international would- Frenching. The only thing is the tour wouldn't be very efficient. It's where, Croatia, where, Chile, where, and New Zealand. No, we'd have to get stops in between. <laughs> what pod- between Chile and Croatia is like Honduras <laughs> or Tahiti? Don't Ooh, even know. We would need a private jet for this. We could rent timeshares on a jet. Okay. If we start selling t-shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Ha ha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a cartoon of a <laughs> <laughs> The t-shirt thing pisses me off. Okay. This next email is from Stark Funyuns. Yep. And the subject is, hey, how's it going? How's it going? <laughs> like, yeah, it sounds like dismissive bored. in the subject. Yeah. This can't be his real name, but go ahead. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> Hi. How is everyone doing? Waiting for individual response. Oh, I'm, I'm, well, I'm thank good. You. I'm good. Sean? 
I'm still getting over something. All right. Oh. Great. Glad you all responded honestly and in a grand scale. My name is above, and I've listened to an abundance of episodes, don't you know? I think exclamation points promote... I just remember this email. This, this is insane. <laughs> <laughs> I think exclamation points promote positive energy in text. The opposite for goddamn periods. Period. It's true. I agree with you. By the way, when I was a child, a smaller child than myself, I thought and wondered the possibility of, man, I was really small. I was probably like six years old, and I was wondering the possibility of a future in which media revolutionizes and becomes ingeniously designed, and and it took me slow to realize my dream is here. Podcasts! And there's like 11 exclamation points. Podcasting! 11 more exclamation points. I'll try to take myself seriously next message, but because I desire to assist you guys with the podcast in any way possible, I am overwhelmed with joy, and my brain is going into an unprocurable instinctive mode that I'm amazed I'm able to communicate with all of you. Love is a strong thing. (laughs) Best love to all air breathers. <laughs> I love that letter. <laughs> it sounds like it's translated from another. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> very <laughs> sweet. It's yeah. actually translated from Funyun. <laughs> yeah. No, I, yeah. It's it. There's a lot of positive energy. Um, it's funny. I I just feel like that's such a weird. That's a good one, though. <laughs> yeah. That's that's a good weird one. Yeah, yeah, because it's, it's not, not like weird. yeah, it's, it's not, not like, like I'm I'm gonna rank you guys. Yeah, or yeah. I love you, Jamie. I hate that ranking shit. <laughs> yeah, <that was laughs> you love it when you're number one. When I'm number one, but yeah. I don't like let's it. Put a, let's put a moratorium like on it. the ranking thing. Yeah. From now on, if you're gonna email us, please do not send in a ranking system unless you make me number one. No, no, no. <laughs> unless, I, I think that's a bad. Unless <laughs> one of us is number one. <laughs> <laughs> That's the very nature of rankings. <laughs> is that somebody we ends up... We don't understand right uh, <laughs> All right. This is the last one. This last is the last one? one we have. What? It is from John Engel, and the subject is L.A. Podfest. Ah. Ah. We did that. Yes. I'm just about done listening to the live from L.A. Podfest episode. This is long overdue. You guys are the best. Mm. I've become addicted to the podcast medium, but the long shot is the best. I go around my house yelling until a new episode is released. (laughs) God damn it. You people exist to entertain me. (laughs) But seriously, I love you guys. Sure, the show is laugh out loud, or as I like to say, LOL, funny, but there's a warmth to it that is guaranteed to brighten my day no matter what is going on in my life. Looking forward to seeing the Bitter Booter, Warehouse in Pittsburgh, and Sean's stand-up album. Compulsively checking the podcast app, John. Nice one that's to end so on. Nice. Yeah, that's a good one to end on because I he's saying so. it's not just funny that there's a humanity to it, a warmth, a warmth. Just a good upbeat one to end on instead of a weird thing that <laughs> I think one of you should be killed. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to rank <laughs> what order I would like to assassinate the long shot. Number one, Eddie. <laughs> and Eddie's still happy because he's number one. <laughs> Wait a minute, <laughs> motherfuckers. He's going to kill me first. Uh-oh. Amber, are you There's okay? There's like a weird theme that happens. I feel like... Alex just made the Heimlich maneuver <laughs> motion behind you. 
there's a w- weird thing that happens that if they really like one of us, it means that they have to shit on the other ones. And mm-hmm. it's like, not, not really. No, in these emails. And I'm like, that's not necessary. Right, you can right. like us all. Right. Don't worry about it. We're not competing against each other. Right. I mean, we are. We clearly are. In this Right. City, like that one guy really liked Eddie and he really took it out on me. Right. Oh, yeah. He has a dick. We've moved on <laughs> from there, though. I don't know that we, we have. Should, we should have I... a ceremony where we burn that email. <laughs> Do you guys remember the first season? We, I would get on iTunes like ratings that fucking killed me. Oh, really? Oh, my God. My lowest of lows and just people like, what the fuck is this flam guy doing? Did anybody ever say if I was alone in a room with you, I'd punch you in the face and spit on you? Now, you win that battle, but, yeah. uh, but, but there's close. See, that's like... That to me is something you should not it's say. It's pretty personal. Yeah, it's yeah. like because you know it's a threat. It yeah. actually is a threat, right? Um, and I do not enjoy being wait, threatened. Wait, wait, wait! We were ending on, on a high note. I know. What happened? I wrote a song to end on. Let's hear it. It was a mailbag episode with Sean and Amber and Eddie. I want to thank you all for the fun. We're going to have some fun this winter on the sleddy. Okay, it's time for a segment on the show that we call Parting Shots. (laughs) That was beautiful. (laughs) 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 Was it? Was it? Uh, okay, so we're going to do parting shots. You oh, guys... my God, right now? Yeah. My head is so... <sighs> All right, why don't we start today <laughs> oh, no. with Eddie. Yes, <laughs> okay. I knew that once you looked over to Jamie. Um... <laughs> <laughs> you know what my fake out looks are at this yeah, we, point. Yeah, we know your tells It's now. like you've, you've studied the game film. And you know, <laughs> A little bit. You know when I'm checking down. I just down. knew you were going to call on me. I'm going to check down to the running back on this play. <laughs> That was my parting shot as I watched uh, so much uh, television yesterday. It was insane. I watched – I love Sundays getting up and watching football. I love – I, I hate getting up early. I got up at 10 a.m. and watched the Redskins-Steeler game. Then I watched the Giants-Cabinets. How about those Steelers the, uniforms? The worst throwback – was that a throwback uniform yeah. or did they make – they just look like bumblebees. They look like that bad Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> that sounds awesome. <laughs> that is see that's the difference between a football fan and not a football fan and a dancer and a dancer i'll take it but god i watched so much it was one of those days like here here was for me like the perfect day like like uh redskin steelers and the giants cowboys which was the craziest game did you see that show you're a big giant i did fan. watch that yes i'm indeed in a giant tape fan. or did you you know what's live. funny is I was like a little bit delayed. I was like a quarter behind. <laughs> and about halfway through the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. my college roommate texted me and all it said was lucky with and- exclamation points. So you knew something was coming. Well, something the, good. The giant, but no, no, no. Because what happened was the Giants took the lead with I don't know how much time was left in the game, but not that much, like, like a minute and a half maybe. When the well, Cowboys came back down. Anyway, I was like, oh, they won. But then, like, the Cowboys came so close to winning that game. It was insane. And I was like, right oh, into is the he last saying, second. Right. I was like, is he saying that the Cowboys got lucky at the end of the game? Like, he no. could have been saying, no, he wasn't. But oh, I'm oh saying, right, 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 right. I didn't understand. Right. It was That's a crazy good, it kept It was the a suspense. crazy game. If I'm yeah. taping a game, I never look at text because I have a few people, you being one of them, who like text during the game going, mm-hmm. 
feeling good, me boy, or cruise, whatever. Cruise. And so that ruins it. So yeah, I just yeah. turn off the phone. Yeah. But um, but I'm 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 very in touch with the world all the time. <laughs> Social media. But I was going back yeah. and forth between watching football and then the storm coverage. I got addicted to this. I, I got addicted to. Um, like event stuff, like this big storm that's happening in New York. Right. So if you're listening to this episode, we recorded this episode right in the middle of the Hurricane Sandy stuff. It looks bad. Which probably is a few weeks ago by the time. It looks bad, though. But anyway, and so, but it was one of those days where I stayed in bed and then the World Series was on and then I love Masterpiece Theater. I got scared you were saying something else. Master blank. Funny. But it was one of those days that by the end of it, um, I got out of bed and I was like a guy who had By the end of the day, you got out of bed? Yes. Yes. Congratulations. Time to get back in. But I really felt like. Baby. Yeah. I really felt like a guy who really is out of shape and just completely fucked. Like I felt so stiff and sore. Mm -hmm. And then what's hilarious about that is that after all that television, like I don't know how many hours, 15 hours, I had to go to bed. And I was 15 hours. So you watch TV from 10 in the morning until two in the morning. Something like <laughs> something close to that. And you got out of bed at two in the morning. That's fucking crazy. But then I had to go to bed. Hey, hey bring me another plate of vegan cookies. <laughs> it was master based theaters on <laughs> master. What are they going to go upstairs or master are they going to go downstairs? <laughs> so anyway, I, I overdid it yesterday. Welcome to another episode on of master based theater. Indulging Tonight. myself. That so that stuff. was that was yeah a little too much. Uh, all right, Jamie, what is your parting shot? Um, I, I want to ask for a word of wisdom. <laughs> no, 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 no. That 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 is not going to happen. So I would like to ask do for a, a parting shot. A word of wisdom from this Coke glass that's sitting on the table. You are really out of your mind. <laughs> you, it's another level. And that's a cue for you guys. It's on another Take level. Take on the character. What does he sound like? What is he doing? And just to keep our listeners updated, Jamie has started tearing tinfoil in front of him. <laughs> He's, He's up the ante. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> so there will be like straw. And then how's your new apartment? He's going to rip the table yeah, into pieces. Good. Yeah, good. Good. What happened? That's I fine. just asked him how his new apartment is. <laughs> oh, you guys are just having a side conversation? Yeah, yeah. No, I'm trying to get a parting <laughs> shot else, out of him. What else? <laughs> I'm trying to get a parting <laughs> shot out of him. I'm looking for How's an area rug. How's the job? How's the job? How's Randy? Oh, yeah. Oof. Well, actually, that will be it. Um, the lab. See? I knew we'd get somewhere. I knew it. The lab, you know, which I, you know, has been a big... This is the lab at the... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's um, after a year and like nine months of... Booking it and, and producing shows there. Wow, it's, that long? They're about to so renovate 21 it. 21 months. Yes. So this is the last week of shows there. <laughs> I know how a year works. <laughs> I know the month system. Um, they're going to so, renovate it and do what? Are they just going to add it to the showroom? They're going to put in a bar, but they're going to take away this. They're going to put a, a smaller stage. <laughs> like just... Speak, speak. <laughs> okay, um, no, they're gonna put in a small stage, but but what the lab is now is not gonna be there anymore. And there's like fifty shows a month that and we that's have. That's where that, you started. You yeah. have bittersweet. What is gonna nice. be there? A bar and like a, a lounge space with a small stage. Uh-huh. It won't be a theater anymore. So, um, like I picture like lounge singers. Is that what we're talking? Possibly. I just picture like someone like uh, when the shark bites. <laughs> yeah. Or, with its or, teeth, babe. Or like, 
<laughs> or like uh, Betsy. Who was the blues singer who had a horrible life? Betsy um, Smith? Betsy Who was Smith. the blues? <laughs> what did he say? Alex all of them. All of them. <laughs> no, but the original, like Bessie Smith, like she's just there in a little spot, going, "Oh, baby, don't hit me so much." Like people she walking wrote a song in, called "Don't Hit Me So." People much. walking into you can the hit me a little, but don't hit me so much. Right, right. Don't hit me so much. <laughs> she was. She was clearly Japanese. <laughs> Jessica Rabbit. <laughs> the sun ain't shining. And like it's the most depressing Everyone music. Everyone wants to know how I'd like it if your fist didn't connect with my face. <laughs> Remember, it's Christmas. It's Christmas. <laughs> Remember, report domestic abuse. It's just bumper stickers. It's just a pack of police cars. <laughs> A night of bumper stickers here at the improv. And like then the then after that singer, just a really upbeat MC comes on. Well you that was Betsy Smith. You don't like my driving? Call one eight hundred eat shit. Da 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 Hugs, not drugs. Hugs, not drugs. My eighth grader was on the honor roll at the Daniel Webster Middle School. Jesus loves you. Coexist, coexist, Muslims, Israel. <laughs> baby on board, baby on board. <laughs> How would they sing Calvin peeing on something? That's funny. <laughs> Thank you. I don't know that one. Calvin and Hobbes? Yeah. Mm. There's the like decal of him peeing on just different oh. stuff that people don't like. Mm. Alright, so that's your parting shot, right? <laughs> well, yeah. improv lab no, it's is bittersweet be because you know it's been it's been a big uh, jumping off point for me and career wise. And looking back to the shows that we've all done there over the last uh, mm-hmm. couple of years, so I don't know. Yeah, montage. What was the end of that? My, my thought. Yeah, and so. Um, yeah, no, no, no. he's sad. I think <laughs> now he's just purposely trailing off. No, 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 yeah, I'm sad. I'm sad. That's it. I'm sad, but I'm also happy. But I'm also happy. Mixed That's feelings. Mixed feelings. That's the definition of bittersweet. Mixed feelings. Um, Why are you happy? Because a new chapter, new stuff on the horizon. This could go on for forty minutes. <laughs> <I know. laughs> just this drivel. No, it cannot. Amber, what is your parting shot? My parting that actually it's going to sound a lot like Eddie's but I recently discovered how tragically out of shape I am yeah I um with like the bed I was like working out pretty consistently and eating fairly <laughs> on an elliptical machine was that no I just <laughs> book you when I oh. work <laughs> you were skiing down some moguls no I put on some dance you know what's Zumba. sad is, is how quickly one can get completely yes. well I um with the bed shape. bugs I just was like depressed and also too itchy to work out and then i was traveling a lot and also i'm filled with excuses that are bullshit um so i wasn't working out or eating healthy and it and it becomes so much more difficult obviously the less you do it Hmm. anyway well the less you do it it's almost impossible (laughs) if you do it none there's no way to do it 
You know what is that's fucked like, up? That's, an, that's like an equation. Like you I know, know what is works. fucked up about uh, exercising, and especially as you get older, is w- when you don't exercise a lot, and then you're like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna really exercise." Then you, you like, hurt, hurt yourself. yourself. Yeah. Then you hurt yourself, which I've done and other people have done. <laughs> then, <laughs> then you really, and folks. If you're following along, <laughs> Eddie is pointing at me when he said other people have done. That. No, but then you're really behind the eight ball because then you're like tentative about working out again. Well, you half ass it and then you don't see results. Yes. Like, oh, and then you get real... discouraged. Yes. And then, then you, you stop, stop working yes. out. Yeah. And then you start over again really hard and you and fuck you yourself, yourself up. <laughs> and it's really can be the a of very fucked up thing. But yeah. I went jogging with my boyfriend last weekend. Hiddle Nucka? Mm-hmm. And we... D- Hello! <laughs> <laughs> I think his should be <laughs> uh, We went to the Echo Park Lake to like yeah. jog around Didn't there. Didn't they drain that? I'm thinking makes it easier to jog. No, they, they did. If you're jogging in it. They did. I meant... <laughs> I meant I'm so out of shape. <laughs> This is I can barely breathe. These are two fish talking each other. I was I was in bed all day yesterday watching TV. And as you know, I'm a big brother of Masterpiece Master what? The fish of the the flam of the fish world. What are you saying? What are you saying? Oh, <laughs> like a didgeridoo. Sure, that happens. <laughs> so go ahead. It wasn't Echo Park Lake. You were right. It was Silver oh, Park Lake. Lake. The reservoir. <laughs> silver. The Silver Lake Reservoir. Yes, yes, that's yes. A, yeah, that's and there's a, like the dog park, which is the highlight. I had a mental me. breakdown there once. <laughs> oh no! You had a mental breakdown there once. <laughs> Hold on, door. Amber. Finish your story, okay, and we'll get back to you. Yes. Um. But my boyfriend jogs around there sometimes. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I'll go with you. This will be great. Like, sure, I'm a little out of shape, but I'm I, I'll I'll like walk some of the way, but then this? I'll catch up like two weeks ago. Okay, and he starts on like the hill going up the hill, so it's the hardest part at the top, and then the rest of it's easy in theory. Like, I thought my heart was gonna explode. Like. 45 seconds into Yes, started. that's always a bad sign <laughs> when you start off and it's like, oh, oh, this is horrible. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And I was just, how sore Did you get through it? Day? No, of course not. I was mm. like, you go. <laughs> you <yourself."> go. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, it, man, but, it's but, but I was like bummed out for like two days afterwards just because it's like, I didn't realize... I didn't think I was in tip-top shape, but yikes. Yeah. I've got some. Have you exercised like, since then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, well, good for you. You like are doing day, it. Every like a so. crazy person. Well, I'm going to get my help. And eating <laughs> vegetables every once in a while. <laughs> <laughs> so what mental breakdown did you have, James? Oh, it's been documented on this podcast. Really? Yeah. Remember we had Al Madrigal on and I was fucking freaking out? And I lay down in the grass at Silver Lake Reservoir. Oh, that was there. Yeah. And then you walked east. <laughs> and then I walked uh, west, as it were. <laughs> I must have completely zoned out during that story. I don't remember it I at all. I don't think you were here. Oh, okay. That no, you were when Al Madrigal was yeah. here? Oh, you were? Okay. And here we are many a year later on his podcast network. learned a lot of lessons the home about of the flop friendship. House. <laughs> um, all right. So here's my, here's my parting shot. Yes, sir. 
as you know, Uh-oh. because I saw you this morning. Oh, uh, yes. Eddie and I both did Conan today. We both oh, did nice. bits on Conan. Um, I think nice. his Jamie probably, and I are probably doing it. Soon. His was, his was yeah, probably yeah. much bigger than mine. <laughs> but what's hilarious, I mm. showed you the picture. What's hilarious is that they have sort of, apparently they've sort of typecast me as a thug on yeah. Conan, which to me yeah. is just the funniest it's just thing. It's very probably, funny, but right? I could see it though with your goatee yeah. and your head now. Well, like, they had a scully. <laughs> Whatever happened to your head? <laughs> they had a scully cap on, so you couldn't even see that my uh, hair was so short. But, but first you of all, look- it was a hilarious getup because it was like fingerless gloves and a jean <laughs> <No>. vest <laughs> and like a Fagin, Fagin meets who? Yeah, a weird scully cap with like sort of a Confederate flag on it, but then with a skull and crossbones Who are you it? supposed to be? Just a thug. You know how Jeez. thugs walk yeah, around yeah, town yeah, yeah, dressed yeah. like that in movies from the 1980s? <laughs> um so, but but anyway, what that's make you know all you need in Hollywood is to be able to do one thing. So True, that's your thing? and I think it would be funny if my thing oh my became God. being like a, a criminal. Thug. Yeah, yeah, a thug and a criminal. Because I have it that may joke. Be. I have that joke about looking like a hitman in my act, and I think and that would be a funny. You thing. also have a joke about looking like a Civil War general. Well, that's the same joke. But I didn't want to oh, give okay. it away because my album is coming out. <laughs> you should get one of those composite headshots where you're like a Civil War general. <laughs> and, and then then the manager of an office, like all of a sudden you're in a suit. <laughs> and then the tough guy thug like you were today. And then um, a hitman. Like, and then I'm, a I'm in a suit, but I'm punching a guy at a desk in the face. <laughs> and then a DJ. <laughs> that would be amazing, though. But anyway, I thought that would be funny if it was just like, okay, he's mm-hmm. the he's the bad guy. You know, funny, that would be like what so the guy, fun. like like the guy on uh, the guy who was on Breaking Bad, Jonathan Banks, who was so amazing. On, do you watch Breaking Bad? I, yeah, Mike. Who, 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 oh, Mike, that's Jonathan Banks. Yeah, He's I think his amazing. name is Jonathan. Jonathan something or other. But anyway, he was in Beverly Hills Cop as exactly the same character. Oh, was he? Yeah. yeah. So he, he was played great that guy. On that. Yeah, he was great on that. Um, so anyway, if any any uh, thug movie <laughs> producers are listening, uh, I'm actually working on a script right now. Are you? Mm-hmm. What's it called? Thugs are us. Thuggin. It's about a store for thugs. <laughs> it's mostly just fingerless gloves. <laughs> and, ha- and weird hats. It's called thug, 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 Oh, and thug, he's thug, 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 Lepidopterous, lepidopterous, lepidopterous. Uh, folks, this has been another edition of the Thank Long you for your Shot emails. Mailbag. Yeah. yeah, that was awesome. Keep sending emails. Please. Yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> yeah. Is that asking for too much? Speak no, your mind. I don't think it's asking for Speak too Speak from much the heart, all. but censor yourself. <laughs> Speak from the heart, but don't it's cross a show the line. It's funny, and it has a lot of warmth yeah. to it. Aww. And ladies, send some pics. <laughs> okay, Jay. Hey. Oh, what? See now, ya. Eddie, get your balls out of my mouth. <laughs> Swear to God, you're out of my leg. Everyone. You're out of my leg. Let me in. <laughs> Margaret, how do you sound different? <laughs> Four episodes, both past and future. Join us online at www.thelongshotpodcast.com.